Hi, welcome to Daily Confetti with Carter and Carrie. Today is Monday, June 3rd, and this is actually sleep deprivation, Carrie. Yay! Sorry, we'll <laughs> cut that part out. <laughs> no, I, I actually like sleep deprivation, Carrie. She's, yeah, she's As loopy. you mentioned, she's loopy. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Uh, what, we're going to talk about something fun today. Oh, subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed to YouTube, that would really help us. And we have a subscribe star and it's super exciting. I was very excited when we got our first subscriber and then we got, we got four more. <laughs> it's very cool. I know um, it's uh, now we act, we have to finish the mugs and ship them out. Cause we have a couple of people oh, yeah. who are going to be in the Kofefi clutch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want fun. one too, though. I'm tired of using someone else's mug. I've got Crowder's mug here. So do you. Wherever we're giving free advertisement to someone who like, he's funny, but you know, I'm not even aligned with Crowder ideologically. I just like his mug. He's I mean, I'm more mug. aligned with him than I am with like John Stewart. So right. I guess if we're going to advertise someone, I'll take Crowder, but still. Yeah. But we need our, it's time for our own mug. You're right. I really just got this cause I love the, I wanted to support um, alternative media and I, and the mug is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's a great mug. We have to make sure our mug is better. Yeah, it's got to be good. It's got to be a perfect weight, and it's got to yeah. be perfectly uh, the appropriate size. Yeah, it's like, nice and heavy and big. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, so. You have something. Our, yeah, you, you had stuff you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I went down this rabbit hole that our friend Mandy Statmiller suggested we check out. Um, and now I know what a lot of the kids on YouTube are talking about. And I asked Carter, Do you, are you familiar with boomers zoomers bloomers and what's the other one doomers with a d and he's not so no well watch... yeah you asked me and i was like maybe you should ask me on the show because i don't know i mean i i think we all know what boomers are right not anymore well i oh, we all know what boomers are but the uh young people are now using the word boomers to mean anyone between the ages of 30 and 75 <laughs> oh my god wait a minute is uh I think by saying young people, you're automatically a boomer. I'm automatically a boomer. I know. I can't. This is going to be the episode where I'm like, I reveal. Wait, so my, we're boomers? Yeah. They view everyone old and they view old as 30, <laughs> 30 to 75. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Okay. So in some of these memes are hilarious, but they don't make sense, which I think is part of the reason why they're funny. Because uh, like this one uh, user we're going to look at, he does a series of videos making fun of boomer, and they're all called 30 year old boomer like plays Nintendo or 30 year old boomer plays guitar, like guitar here. I'm sorry. I have another question. I'm just thinking this what? through now as I'm, <laughs> as I'm hearing this boomers, if boomers are my parents age, 75 can't be the cutoff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's after 75? What do we call those people? I don't know. They've just redefined it. Just, Maybe 75 is equivalent to infinity in their mind, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's so funny. I don't okay. Know. okay. I'm so sorry boomers. for derailing and being an idiot. Comes So no. boomers, I had to, boomers I had to, is, is 30 to 75. Right. And the, and the, the thing is, in these memes, this one guy we're going to look at, he has, he has everything is called 30-year-old boomer doing XYZ. And the things that the boomer are doing are things that 30-year-olds would not be doing. Like 30-year-olds didn't play Nintendo. 30 year olds didn't put like right. all the, all the cultural things he has them doing are things that I guess people in generation X are doing, would be doing people our age. Right. It's just They're a, anachronistic yeah, descriptions. It, it's just really funny. And then, okay. So that's boomer. Wait, do you think this is intentional? Is there some sort of ideological um, implication with calling someone a boomer? Cause I, I thought that there was, but I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think it just, maybe it just morphed to be anyone older than, Zoomers. So Zoomers are Generation Z. Oh, okay. So Zoomers are Z. Right. Which is then, the current kind of in high school now generation, right? Right. It's like the uh, the generation that is supposedly going to be more, supposedly, according to data, going to be more conservative than any generation since the greatest generation. They're, it's the generation of Soph, the YouTuber that we right. talked about. We need it's a generation like that again. Yeah. They're also, uh, they tend to be, uh, some of them tend to be very nihilistic but in a different way than the sjw's and they're there's so there's this other group they call doomers and from what i can understand doomers can be zoomers 
or they can maybe be boomers. I'm not sure, but doomers is more represents not an age group, but a uh, a state of mind. And doomers are are basically nihilists who want to kill themselves because everything is pointless and we're living in such a crazy time just an insane wait so they want to kill themselves or they want to kill everyone else or what are they, are no, they, they like wanna, they're suicidal but a lot of the doomer a lot of the doomer videos show them um getting listening to self-help and becoming bloomers and bloomers are when they're more like positive and they're like well every nothing everything's pointless and meaningless and we live in a crazy world so just enjoy it while you can and then they're like positive it's really weird but but funny wow okay <laughs> I would think that the population of doomers can't last long because you either accomplish your goal or you blossom into a bloomer. I guess so. I don't know. You, oh, you know what? We're, we're totally, you're right. We could totally be mocked right now. This is basically a boomer explaining, trying to explain this stuff in a really poor way to another boomer. That's fine. I don't understand it at all. And mock me all you want. I, I, it's, I'm learning. Okay. You know, someday, someday you Zoomers will be old people learning whatever the hell the young kids are doing. And you'll be like, I remember when we mocked you. And that's okay. Uh, so let's look up one of these. Like if you do a YouTube search for Doomer, you'll find a ton of different users who've done videos. But let's look up this one guy in particular. His okay. name is uh, Prince of Zimbabwe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got email from him. Did you? Uh, no. he wants to give us a lot of money i just have to send my bank account information okay hold on okay what video are we going to look at let's watch one of the boomers first i kind of liked uh either 30 year old nintendo boomers or 30 year old boomer plays guitar (laughs) let's uh let's watch 30 year old nintendo boomers because that makes no sense Okay, exactly. They don't play Nintendo. Yeah. Also, also, there's this meme, and you'll notice this in some of the videos, that boomers are not just people 30 to 75, but they're always talking about how they wish things could be the way they were. And, <laughs> and they're always drinking, pounding like monster energy drinks. Okay, <laughs> here we go. All right, for audio listeners, we cut out the video. I'm just going to explain basically what's happening there's a bunch of Zoomers sitting around playing Nintendo Switch, kind of various types of Zoomers, all looking kind of crazy. This is a weird drawing cartoon. And then a bunch of, I guess, Boomers come in from the back of a... These Zoomers are sitting in a park. The Boomers then pull up in a pickup truck playing Nintendo 64 in a large television in the back of the pickup truck. And... Then the video switches to kind of making fun of the Boomer video games. They've got Mario Brothers stuff and uh, a first-person shooter type of thing where they're shooting energy drinks at people to kill them. They've got, um, you know, some more Mario Brothers, Mario Kart stuff, some other game I don't know. And then they kind of end with a Legend of Zelda-looking tribute. And then at the end... You it zooms out, so apparently what we were watching was that television in the back of the pickup truck. So then it kind of zooms out. We're not watching that anymore. That was the the game, the Nintendo sixty four games, and now we see that all of the zoomers are they're basically they're going crazy. Their heads are exploding, and they want to shoot themselves because of what these boomers are doing, basically. Uh, um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. No, awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It is awesome. I mean, I don't understand it, but uh, so okay. So I'm a little bit. <laughs> I'm actually older than this. I can't even relate to Nintendo 64 or Mario. But like, I don't. Oh. I. My that, thing was like Atari. That's how old I am. And you're just a few years older than me. That's like all the difference a few years can make. Yeah, but like, I guess I had like a, a couple friends who were a little bit younger who like had a Nintendo, but we never had it. Like, we never had a Nintendo. Maybe I was just a nerd, but I don't, I don't, I think I was just too old. Um, so I don't, I don't, I didn't play any of these games, but I, 
I kind of see the sentiment, I think, right? There's this kind of weird nostalgia that a lot of Gen Xers do have for this stuff. Yeah. Um, and there is a lot of, like, these people all look like they live in their mom's basement and they're drinking energy drink and they're playing, like, retro video games, which is pretty pathetic. Um, <laughs> it was I mean, even I don't play retro part. video games. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I... Let's I don't watch. think it's horrible. It's not you, horrible. You it's, it's very horrible? no, no. I think it's I think it's fascinating. Well, so, well, I want to talk about something. So there's a guy in here who's wearing a shirt that says "Special Boy," and he's got a little picture of someone on the shirt, and I don't know what it means. There's guys playing the Nintendo Switch, which is interesting because that's new, right? At the beginning, all the people at the beginning are Nintendo. They're all playing the Switch, and I only know that because I have a daughter. I think those uh, people at the beginning are not boomers. The boomers are the ones who show up in the truck with the uh, TV and the actual- Oh, so those are like, they're making fun of themselves? Because those people are pathetic looking also. Yeah, I think those are like young people, maybe. This guy's balding. Oh, okay. I don't know. But they're all, all right, so they all are drawn that way, kind of. Okay, so they're young people. Oh, I see. And the boomers look like Hicks showing up in a truck playing Nintendo 64. I get it. Right, and it's the young people at the end whose whose head explode who who are kind of like, uh, I think it's. Uh, so then they have the this is a Zelda reference. I get that. Yeah, and there's then, like a Mario Kart. Oh, and then the and then the younger generation just wants to shoot themselves because the boomers showed up. I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. let's watch one more just so let's, we. Let, yeah, I was contact. gonna say let's look. Let's look. Uh, Let's double down on our old foginess and watch another one in disbelief. Which Boomer one would and you guitar like to... is good because it shows three different generations. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. This is 30-year-old Boomer playing guitar. This video opens with a Zoomer who's lying on a couch playing something on his phone or watching his phone. And a really old guy, Grandpa, comes by and he says, let me show you what real music was like. And he's playing his guitar, kind of picking at his guitar. And the, the Zoomer's like, go away, Grandpa. And then they go into the, the, the camera switches to the next room where there's the dad, the middle generation. And he is playing Guitar Hero very well, actually, and jamming out on Guitar Hero. And that, the dad's jamming on the Guitar Hero upset both the Zoomer and the super old guy, and they get uh, their heads, their heads don't exactly explode, but it looks like they're about to, and they, they kind of go crazy and are upset by this as well. It makes their eyes bleed, and, uh, you know, the dad, the Boomer, is kind of ignorantly or, or obliviously continuing to, to play his, his Guitar Hero game. Uh, <laughs> Okay. I like that one better even. So this one, I, is it, I want to understand what's happening. Sorry for being, there's probably a, another derogatory word for an idiot boomer. Um, it looks like grandpa and the grandson are both like really infuriated with the annoying <laughs> dad. Yeah. He's playing that fucking game. What's it called? Uh, guitar Hero. Yeah, he's playing that Guitar Hero game. <laughs> so I thought they were making fun of the old guy who was playing his guitar, and I was like, that sucks. Like, that is real music, and there's a lot of really good music. But then they weren't. They were making fun of the guy who was playing Guitar Hero. Okay. They were uh, making fun of the boomer yet again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, people who learn the skill of Guitar Hero should be made fun of. So I think. I mean, is it a is it a commentary on are are boomers here supposed to be um, uh, kind of delusional and in and not in touch with how horrible the world actually is, living in nostalgia, or is it that the boomers have actually discovered some kind of happiness that the other <laughs> generate that the younger generation doesn't can't tap into? Or I mean, they're making fun of them, but it's also kind of loving. In, in a way, it's like a loving mocking, I think. I have, you know what? I, I think anything I say will be wrong. <laughs> it's, 
So we're so wrong. We don't know. This is such a old people look at young people's videos and tell you. Maybe what we need to get like a high schooler in to explain. I mean, it, on the other hand, maybe it's like 4chan, in which case uh, you're not, first of all, you wouldn't be allowed to explain it. Uh, you'd be violating the rules of 4chan. But also, uh, you either get it or you don't get it, and there's nothing to explain, really. It's just, it's funny. I mean, it is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, it but, makes me think of, um, oh gosh, so our, it makes me think of our generation, something like Salad Fingers. I don't know if you watched that ever, and it was really dark and no. subversive. And, and Salad you, Fingers. It's a, just an online, an early online kind of a meme or series. Let's, it's dark. Let's not even pull it up right now. Um, there's a, a, like that, or, I mean, it gives, it, it makes me think of some stuff from our generation, but, but really um, like hyper uh, ADHD in a way, if that makes sense. Just like short attention span. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I mean, I think you could argue that the, I can't say boomer generation because it's not accurate. So it's hard to even have a conversation. You can argue that the Gen Xers probably have a, a pretty hard time adjusting. So like the old, the older generations, you know, they grew up and started their careers and everything without computers and people like my, you know, maybe computers a little bit, but didn't have the internet and all this stuff. And like people like my dad basically retired. Yeah, the internet was around, but most of his job was probably pushing paper. It was like old fashioned stuff and like, you know, yeah, he had the email thing going on, but it wasn't a part of his life really, yeah. right? It was introduced and, you know, and that was fine. And the younger generations, you know, they have a surgically implanted iPhone from birth, right? So that's fine. They like totally, it's integrated into who they are. And I think maybe the Gen Xers, um, you know, during our formative years, were also the formative years of the internet. So there was like rapid change while we were rapidly changing. And maybe it leaves, maybe it leaves Xers like not really sure where they belong. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I mean. Yeah. They, and they. Cause like I grew like this is going to date me. My first job, so I I built uh, the first website for the school of engineering that I went to. Like that was, I did that in college as a freshman. So they didn't even have a website. And my first job, I was an engineer and we were still using like, we had a library of old, like of, uh, of books with different parts. And we would have field application engineers come and like we would look through books for like, I think we need this part and we'd have a field application engineer come and like, talk to us about how to design the thing we were designing, which part to buy. And like, all of that is just, I mean, the thought, and there was no Google or you didn't look anything up or buy parts. I'm like, that it's totally changed. And, but I'm also, like, that said, right? I also can, you know, I'm not a great programmer anymore, but like, I understand the web. I can, I can program in, you know, I can use Node. I can do some JavaScript. I can do, like, I, I understand, I can build a basic iPhone app. Like, I understand enough of this stuff. Um, so it's a weird transition to live a life where you, you, you're actually old enough to be functionally an adult and part of society and at the beginning of your kind of beginning of your life and see this huge transition, right? Um, but I don't know. Well, we can I don't know also why remember, that would make them different. I don't. I don't know. Uh, it would. We can remember a time before this. Somebody I was talking to recently. I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> sleep deprived. Carrie can't remember. Um, but somebody I was talking to recently was talking about. Um, there's something really important about being able to remember a time before, the cell phone, the addiction to these, on these uh, gadgets and devices. Yeah. Um, and this gener Zoomers can't, they were raised in it. And I don't, I don't think we even know yet what that does to, we don't know what it's done well, to our brain, much less people who were raised on it and don't have it before. Right, we do actually know some, and actually this is something that I'm very cognizant of with my daughter and even try and self-police a little bit. 
So deep thought requires uninterrupted long periods of like long periods of focus and uninterrupted uh, time. And so if you are even just like checking, you, you get a text that can kill your focus, like mm -hmm. um, and interrupt you. And we already know that context switching is very expensive for the brain, right? So I think it takes like 15 or 20 minutes to get back into what they call flow. Um, you're, you're back into the state where your brain is like in deep focus and you're holding a lot of context in your head. And so for, for deep work, I'm not, I'm not throwing, I'm, I'm not throwing tech. I'm not a Luddite, right? Like, yes, tech is awesome. Phones are awesome. All the, right. But for deep work, you've got to get rid of them. You've got to literally not have your phone in the room or whatever. You've got to disconnect. And, and I believe there's also been studies that uh, show periods of silence are good for your, your brain as well and your ability to function. And so we're, we're living in a time, I mean, I catch myself doing this all the time where I like, if, even if I'm doing nothing, I've got music on or something always going on in the background. Um, it's easy to wake up and the first thing you do is be checking Twitter or on your phone in some way. Same as it's the last thing you do when you go to bed, right? It's easy to like my phone, my phone's sitting right here next to me. So if I'm writing or trying to focus on something, it's easy to get interrupted. And I think that, I think that a great life skill for everyone to learn is, and I'm, I'm not great at it, I'm just, I know a skill that I'm working on, is to be able to have the self-control and discipline to say, okay, I'm going to shut down my, app, my apps, I'm gonna shut down Twitter, I'm gonna move my phone over here, I'm gonna take this time to focus, it's not actually that, whatever is happening in the world is actually not that critical. It can wait for a few hours while I go deep on this particular thing. And I think it's pretty dangerous to lose the ability as a species to lose the ability to focus and go, and go deep. Uh, focused thought is extremely important for invention and progress and like challenging old ideas and really thinking out new models. Like all that stuff is, is super, super important. So maybe that makes me sound like an old guy to the Zoomers, but it's fact. And no, and I think actually- is that Zoomers actually understand there are facts. That's a fact. I don't know what to do about it. No, but I think Zoomers would agree with you. And I think that's why you see this level of what looks like nihilism and maybe is nihilism. Because I think this is just me speculating based on you know, watching videos and stuff, but Zoomers seem to have an understanding that um, things maybe were better in, in some ways before all of this, even though they didn't live then. Like there's this whole move, there's this whole sub, like this uh, uh, subculture now of Zoomers who love listening to 1990s uh, mall music. You you would you would have no idea on yeah like when you take a '90s song and you like, you make oh, it a Muzak Muzak version Muzak. of '90s yes. songs Muzak so there's online there's tons of YouTubers who just who are young who are Zoomers who are Generation Z who make videos that go with 1990s Muzak and they and and the videos are amazing because um I, I read an article about them which is how I started watching some of them they 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 showcase a kind of nostalgia for a time period they didn't even live through. And, it, and, and they show video, they show video from the nineties and some of them, and it's really weird because they didn't live then, but it, but it's actually, I started thinking about it and I was like, well, I, I grew up with a bit of nostalgia for decades I didn't live through. And maybe that was because of pop culture or, but you know, I grew up with nostalgia for like the sixties or, um, the, I totally get it. In fact, this is weird. We're having this conversation. I just had a conversation yesterday about, so you mentioned the invasion of the body snatchers yeah, the other day. Yeah, great movie, yeah. I had never seen it. I mistakenly watched the old black and white version instead of the one that you wanted me to watch, I think, or whatever that you Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the one with Donald Sutherland's the best. I, yeah, I watched the old one. Um, and it was one of those, like, I can't sleep, so I put on, I'm like, I'll watch this stupid movie. I ended up watching the whole thing. But um, the point is, it's an old black and white movie and it's, and, and it got me thinking about a lot of old movies. And I realized that I have an install. I didn't live during that time. And yeah, there's a lot of problems that I have with that time. So when I say there's nostalgia, it's like, I no, I don't mean that, you know, 
uh, I wish there was more racism and that women were stuck in the kitchen. Like, that's not what I mean by nostalgia I have for that time. But one thing that was, was interesting is I realized that at least as depicted in films, there was much more of a community and people, they, you know, they knew each other, they cared about their neighbors, they weren't constantly, you know, on devices or distracted or whatever, and they focused and they went from one thing to another. And there was a lot of deliberate, slow, slow movement, but I don't mean to be derogatory in the slow movement. I mean, like, deliberate, conscious, slow movement, like, oh, let me think about that. I'm going to drive over to Dr. Fred and ask him about this. And we'll drive over to Dr. Fred. And like, and mm -hmm. it seemed like they were enjoying their existence more and making deliberate action, like taking deliberate action, not being frantic about stuff. And I'm sure that that's romanticized. I mean, I'm, I'm picking it from movies. Like I'm, I'm sure it's romanticized and I get that, but that's not how things are romanticized today in Hollywood. It's a lot more frenetic. And I, so I do, I mean, I often do have nostalgia for, oh, oh, remember when people dressed well and had good posture and had manners and, you know, wrote thank you letters. Like, that doesn't sound so bad. I mean, you know, mea culpa, I don't write thank you letters either, but that doesn't sound so bad, right? It doesn't sound, it doesn't mean you don't have Snapchat, it means you do have this other stuff. So I, I think I kind of get that. I don't know what it is about the 90s that was nostalgic because I, I did no, live through them. But you I think know. it's the same thing. I think they didn't live through it, but they have, they maybe have the sense of nostalgia for something um, based on the cultural like representations they've seen of it. Right. So this is another popular Generation Z YouTuber, as far as I can tell. Um, this video has half a million views. This guy is, is a guy who specializes in doing uh, meme compilations where he's just taking stuff from pop culture me and, and editing it all together into some artistic meme compilation. But I think this one is interesting because this is, this shows what I was talking about before about how I think they're, um, it's almost like an illustration of an ADHD brain or how, how you might become AD, more likely to be ADHD in this culture that we're in. Because look at, look at how fast this jumps between, well, just go ahead. I'm setting it up too much. So lots of jump cuts. Here yeah. we go. This video is a little bit hard to explain. It's basically some video memes bleeding into each other. There's a meme of a kid that I don't recognize. It, it bleeds into like a Stranger Things reference. Then there's some other reference that I don't, no, actually, there's this reference then to a poopity scoop video, which I've <laughs> never seen. Uh, some guy, some kid blowing a trombone, or sorry, a trumpet, and then some little girl saying that she's, bitch, I'm verified. Um, then there's a tweet by Kanye West where he says, we live in a society, and Trump responds saying, thank you, Kanye, very cool. Uh, and then it ends on this kind of, slow motion video of Mark Zuckerberg testifying before Congress, taking a slow sip of his glass of water, looking very awkward. And then someone saying, Mr. Zuckerberg, would you mind telling us uh, where you stayed, which hotel you stayed at last night? And of course, Zuckerberg is hesitating to say any, to, to say that because it's an uncomfortable question. I think the point obviously of the question was how much of your personal information do you feel comfortable sharing? And we stopped the video at that point. I think it continues, but that's where we stopped it. Um, what <laughs> now, is this? This goes on and on, but he basically just takes memes, from what I can tell, and strings them together and makes it, 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 it some kind of art with them in a way. It's weird. It's like one thing bleeds into another. Um, that was kind of lagging a little bit, uh, but that Zuckerberg part made me laugh out loud because it was so <laughs> awkward and tense. He had like this, like almost like a tense horror music in the background while he was slowly sipping water. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny. That's the weird thing. This is, it's, it's also just, I think the right word that I'm looking for is some of the stuff I find mesmerizing. I don't yeah. know why, but it's, it's mesmerizing. I'm just, what is going on? It makes no sense. 
and it's oddly alluring i don't like what is it <laughs> it's just it's really weird i don't want this to get too long but there's two other quick things the i want to show that first guy we were watching the zim yeah. the Zimbabwe dude. Guy. We haven't showed a Doomer yet, which we should show, because oh. Doomers are actually all over YouTube now, and it's not just this one creator. And uh, they're all using this art. You may have seen this art during the NPC meme. The Doomer is the kind of it looks like a wrinkly old man face. It's the face that is not an NPC a lot. Right. Of the time. So he's got one like Doomer to Bloomer. Uh, he's got another one, like his most recent Doomer one. I think is. A good illustration okay so you wanted to watch this video about doomers and i think i think that that by the way does that mean that feeling when no give a f no girlfriend oh okay so yeah so one of the definitions i saw of doomers is that they're like an updated version of incels except they oh. don't wanna, they don't want to kill women so they, are they incels or I, okay? So they're like they they're they're rejects basically. Yeah, they don't have girlfriends. <clears throat> okay. So this video is called the Doomer Go Getter. It opens with a bar that's named TFW No GF, which I assume means that feeling when no girlfriend. And uh, inside the bar there is a Doomer which is, uh, again, kind of a nihilistic or depressed version of a Zoomer sitting there drinking, and the bartender tells him, you know, he's got to leave, and so he gets up and goes outside. Uh, so he walks home, depressed, drinking, smoking. He's unshaven. He's, he's wearing his headphones, and he's walking home. It's raining as he's walking home. And then when he gets home, it's a very depressing place. There's a noose in the background. And he sits down at his computer and he logs into what looks like a 4chan style site. He writes a post that says, guys, I can't take it anymore. I'm going to end it. You guys are the closest thing to what I would consider friends. So thanks for that. See you, space cowboy. And the response, and he, he goes to start putting a noose around his neck. And the response comes in that says, do a flip faggot and then another response which i don't even understand that just is some triangles and then then someone else posts and i'll just let you listen to what is read in in the video what this guy posts hey Aidan, i know i'm just some random fag on the internet but please listen depression won't go away out of nowhere it might never even fully go away, but there is so much you can do to make your life better. The first step to a better life is bettering yourself. Miracles don't exist, so stop hoping for one. Start taking care of yourself. Clean your room. Quit caffeine. Go to sleep at an acceptable time. Start working out. Find a long-lasting goal. Get a hobby. Face your fears and stop giving a fuck, etc. The key to happiness is to constantly work on yourself and be a better version every day. You are the person in control. So shut the fuck up and take care of yourself, you pussy. So while that post is being read, you see the guy shave, start working out, getting good sleep, uh, working better at his job. He gets a promotion. He's happier. And the video ends with him sitting behind a desk being happy that he's, he's more fulfilled and, and happier in his life, taking care of himself. So... That's that video. Wait, that was super positive. Exactly. That was like a Jordan Peterson moment. I mean, yes. clearly, clearly they took some stuff from Jordan Peterson. So this is the transformation of the Doomer to becoming a go-getter. Is that what this is? Yeah, and I and the, a lot of the Doomer ones seem to be like that, where it's you're t it's this very depressed, maybe perhaps suicidal, uh, nihilistic young person who then gets some kind of in the video gets some kind of just common sense wisdom that the society is lacking that society is not giving people anymore just something really straightforward about like take care of your health go to the gym clean your room and right. they become a bloomer at the end interesting i i think that's great i don't know what 
to say about it. I mean, I'm glad that someone is putting this in, in a format that Zoomers and or Doomers can consume, I assume. Yeah. And that's what this is, but yeah. Huh. Well, that's the thing. I think um, one thing that actual boomers and also I think Gen Xers have, they've been horrible parents. Really, really, really bad parents, right? They, you know, who invented participation trophies? Like all this stuff that makes that builds young adults who are completely incapable of dealing with the world. This is not, it's not the young adults fault. I mean, yes, there's free will, but I mean, if you look at it uh, at a society level, that generation of parents sucked. They really sucked. And I don't know if it's just standards of living got good and they were just like, we want to spoil everyone or if they had their own, I don't, I haven't actually, dug into the psychology of why that might be. But we certainly, you know, there was certainly uh, the, one of the first generations of latchkey kids. There was, you know, they had with both parents working. So actually this is something that we do know, right? One of the things that I like when we talk about the nostalgia for era, an era that I did not live through, it's, the, it's one of the things is the era in which a guy with a high school diploma could be a mechanic and that was enough to have a house, a couple cars, uh, several kids and his wife could stay home and take care of the children. And were they rich? No, but could they make ends meet and live a happy life that way? Yeah, they yeah. could. And, and you know, it's not these, the young generation didn't screw up the economy. That's not their fault, right? It's, it's all of us. Right. I would argue that it's not even really our fault. It's, I mean, some of us voted to screw it up as soon as we could vote. So we're, we're 20 years into blame roughly. Right. But there's 40, 60 years of 80 years. I mean, there's, there's decades and decades of screwing up that has happened to bring us to the point where, you know, a lot of people for, I would say slightly younger than me, although a lot of people my age as well, their parents both had to work to kind of maintain the standard of living that their parents had or that they expected to have or whatever, or that whatever, for whatever reason they felt they deserved or needed. And I, I can't imagine that not being raised by your parent and being sent to daycare and shuffled around to babysitters or being a latched kid, being sent to, you know, after school programs, like being raised by someone else can't be good, right? It can't, it can't have no effect on an entire generation. And so even if that's all they did, it would be bad. And they also were the ones to introduce this, this whole you know, participation trophy. I, I know someone I won't mention because I don't want to out this person, but I know someone who her parents, they did not want her to ever experience, I might've mentioned her before, they did not want her to ever experience failure. So they never let her play any competitive sports they never let her play anything, like do anything competitive. Everything was cooperative, no failure. Big surprise, she becomes an adult. What's she, what's she afraid of? Failure. She, she can't do anything that she might fail at. She's terrified of doing anything, trying anything new because she's afraid to fail because she never experienced failure. All right, so it's things like that. Failure to discipline, right? That was the other thing. We went from this like... Uh, abusive discipline model where, you know, spare the rod, spill the trial child. And by rod, they meant like actual hitting people to let them get away with anything. And there's no discipline. And like kids are just free and, and, you know, everything's okay. I, there really was, there's some been really horrific parenting for a couple of generations. I don't know. I don't, I don't know exactly the effects, but it can't be good. No, I do think it has to do with parenting, but it's also, it's not just, I believe you were talking about Gen X at the beginning being bad parents. Is that right? Well, I think because it's slightly the older Gen yeah. X. Like slightly, I don't think Gen X was well-parented. Exactly. Gen X was not well-parented. And I think it, it things bleed over because we talk about generations as if they're cut and dry and all of this you not, know, right. time. And they're not. Like, for example, I'm not, I'm not sure about your... I know, like, I fall right on the line between 
Gen X and millennial. So in some- I'm mid Gen X. I'm, I'm like a mid Gen Xer. Right. So some studies I'm listed in the date range as a millennial and others I'm listed as Gen X. So it's kind of a weird, you know, who knows, but, um, and the same thing with boomers and there's, there are these lines. So, um, I think the boomers, like you said, the, the later boomers are more of what I would say is that, that, um, everybody gets a participation trophy, like their kids were, um, raised by someone, probably other than one of the parents, meaning both parents were working or maybe there was only one parent in the home and who was working. And so they were raised by, you know, grandparents or babysitters, or we said latchkey or Girl Scouts or whatever, after school clubs, Um, they were raised by the public education system. And it's just a, um, a, I don't know. I think that, I do think that has a lot to do with it. But, but the technology, the social media and the technology thing, that it's, it's something that is different. I mean, that adds another dimension to it because now you have kids who are being raised by YouTube. YouTube, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, which by the way, it's, this is going too long already, but we should do an episode one day on the crazy world of YouTube for toddlers. There's, that oh, is- that, I don't even want to know that exists, seriously. Okay, but it's insane. And I, it's dark. <laughs> Um, there's a, there's an article I'll send you ahead of that one, but, um, you know, I just want to say something to parents or potential parents. It's not that fucking hard. I'm sorry for swearing. I have a daughter. She didn't watch a movie or a video until she was, I think six, maybe it was five. It is not that hard to just completely ban and outlaw all of that when they're young. And she's better for it. She's an avid reader, right? And because she had to read, you know, and it's not like I wasn't busy. I was an entrepreneur. I, you know, work way more hours than you do probably. <laughs> I certainly did. And it, that's not, the issue wasn't that uh, it's not possible to do. You're just lazy. You're, it's just, you're just fucking lazy and if you're gonna stick your kid from you know birth on in front of youtube don't have kids i don't want to see with the result of that it's not it's it's just not good save us from your parents so you get to have i feel like your opinion comes from a more a grounded place than mine because i'm not but i i think if i were to have kids right now i would not be giving them devices for a very long time. And I don't think they they need devices in schools. I mean, they don't need devices in schools at all. They don't need phones. That's for sure. And I don't like the idea of uh, Google is giving all these Chromebooks to schools for free. And so kids are using the Chromebooks, but your kids are the product. Your kids are being advertised to and your kids um, data is being collected on what they do. And, and they're basically looking at children in public schools. Google is getting all this information to learn how to better advertise to them and sell them things as they grow. As they get also, yeah, you're totally right. And it's actually important to be aware of the Adobe business model. I think of it as the Adobe model. I don't know if this is, they probably didn't invent it. But it was very successful, and there are variants of this all over the place. And you just have to think about this for a moment. Adobe gave away their software to students. Why? Well, they want the students to get addicted to using the Adobe software. There's other graphic manipulation tools in the universe, right? But Adobe gave theirs away for free. This is a while ago. I'm sure everyone does it now or whatever. But Adobe gave their stuff for free. And what happened was, well, you graduate. And you have a job where you're supposed to do image manipulation or you're supposed to film editing or whatever. And what tool do you want in your workplace? Well, the one you know, because the tools are complex and there's a learning curve. And so you want Photoshop instead of whatever the alternative, I don't even know what the alternative to Photoshop is, right? That's what you want. And you, to, to, to assume that Google isn't thinking that long term is naive. They absolutely are. They know, you know, another 10 years that kid's going to have, you can make spending decisions themselves. And so that's what that's all about. I will say. And they're already influencing what 
spending decisions their parents are making. Yeah. I will, other than teaching computer programming, I will say if you have a computer, if you, if you need computers in school, it's a failure of the teachers. But if you're in a school with a teacher who supposedly is good at educating children, what the hell do you need a computer for? You don't need a computer to teach math if you have a competent math teacher. You don't need a computer to teach French if you have a competent French teacher. In fact, if you have a competent French and math teacher, they should be way better than any software program out there doing that because they're interacting with your child directly and understanding there's, it's a two-way street. Yeah. So, and, and kids can take, like, I've heard some people say, well, they need laptops to take notes. Like, no, they don't. You take notes the way we took notes. I'm sorry if I sound like an, notes. an old person. Yeah, take, get a notebook. Okay. By the way, all of my notebooks are from the 90s, so I'm pretty red. This is like a, this is a very old, <laughs> I have a bunch of these left over. <laughs> if anybody wants them. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're sounding old in commercial. We are. So. Okay. Uh, we might have to cut this out, but can we play one, one last thing? One last thing. Yes. If, have, okay. we, have you, before we play the one last thing, have you described the different things? It's boomer, doomer, zoomer, yes. bloomer? And bloomer. Bloomer is the doomer. Yeah, those who's are the now, four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Doomer is, uh, a bloomer is after a doomer has become, kind of gotten some self-help and started to get their life together. And okay. Find, what's, the last, what's the last thing you want to play? Um, the clown that we've talked about, who people are going to start seeing probably a lot more of this meme, uh, Honkler. The Honkler is like an updated version of sort of a Pepe, but he's a clown. <laughs> and you've probably seen him online now. People are using the, the clown frog a lot. And, and it, it just represents that we're in clown world. Everything's upside down. Like what we're being told is real news is fake news. You know, right. um, what we're being told is um tolerance is intolerance you know it's just it's like uh they're they're right okay what video are we going to look at um how do you want me to find honkler because there's lots of honkler stuff well on the prince of zimbabwe there's actually a video called honkler okay here we go this video is all about the story of honkler which is basically pepe the frog cartoon with a rainbow wig and a clown nose and it opens him, he's looking at the city, it's raining, and then he's just dancing around in the street, basically doing kind of things that clowns do. He's, you know, honking, he's, he's uh, balancing on a, a beach ball looking thing, he's just having fun playing, and the NP, there's NPCs around him, and they get angry when he honks or sprays with water or whatever, and they get very angry and they surround him and his smile, his happy clown smile, turns to uh, a sad face as they close in on him, around him. And then the video gets darker, I guess, and the, the rest of the video is about this honkler guy being shunned by the world and people avoiding him and he's clearly being ostracized from society and the zoomer kind of sees him in the distance and then he disappears the the, the honkler and uh the honkler kind of pops up outside a bloomers dinner bloomer is sitting having dinner and the honkler kind of peers outside the window and honks a little bit trying to be a clown again and then the bloomer goes, you know, he hears something at his door and he goes to open it and he sees again honklers like being funny and and honking. Then it pan then it switches to outside where there's a, a ban honkler sign basically and honkler's kind of a shadow in the in the rain outside. He honks at a woman who looks like she's a heroin addict or something walking by and she runs away. She gets scared and runs away. And then she's goes to the other side of a door and and closes the door to get away from honkler and he breaks through with an axe just so that he can look at her and honk his nose and smile uh, and then the video ends with him just kind of standing there outside smiling in the rain and it's the video is kind of zooming in zooming in on honkler okay that was weird Right, um, but 
I mean, I know we want to end the show because it's been a long show, but yeah. I think it's important to, I don't, does everyone even understand where Pepe camp comes from? They Pepe probably, the clown? they probably don't because if it, what happened with Pepe is that the media was successful in calling it and getting people to believe it was some kind of white nationalist logo. Right. So, so really briefly, uh, 4chan, there's a 4chan discussion where just random stuff is posted and, and whatever. And uh, Pepe was a, a cartoon clown. <clears throat> um, he had no, no white supremacy a over- A cartoon frog. Sorry, I'm sorry. I said clown, I meant frog. He's a cartoon frog. There was no white supremacist overtones uh, at all. Uh, he was posted for laughs, basically. And then uh, people started manipulating him and making like a frown sign on him and instead of a smiling frog. And then there was just a whole bunch of random kind of events and someone randomly, uh, oh, so LOL, so LOL, laugh out loud, turned to L-E-L, just kind of through the telephone game basically is a way to think about it, turned to L-E-L, and then it turns to Keck, K-E-K, because K is one letter off of L on the keyboard and also in the alphabet. So um, it turns to Keck. And so they would be, you would get Kecks instead of lols on, and this is all just, this nothing to do with politics right now, right? You get Kecks instead of lols, blah, blah, blah. And then someone noticed that there was an ancient god uh, called Keck. And there was a picture of, uh, there, there was a, I guess a hieroglyph or whatever of Keck and, the, and it appeared to be a person, kind of, it looked kind of like a person at a computer, which is weird because it's old, right? And there was a frog in this, in this uh, picture as well. And so they, uh, they started to joke that, oh, this is um, a real religion. There's like, they, there's a, the Keck God is real. And they started to joke that memes are creating reality. This was the, this was the joke that, oh, we, we came up with this Keck as a frog and it created the reality of this God. And so there's this power in, in memes. And basically that morphed into this very real power they realized they had where anything they said, they could get the media, this is ultimate trolling, right? They could get the media triggered and convince the media of anything. And so they started, they took the, you know, they took the Nazi flag and made, they made it a Kekistan flag out of the Nazi flag. And they just did a whole bunch of stuff to troll the media, to get the media to say, hey, this is a white supremacy signal or it's symbol, like It's right? like how they've trolled the media to purposefully to try and see if the media would believe that the okay symbol means white power right. and the media believes that now it worked and they they did the same they're doing the same thing right now with um they're trying to make the media believe that a hashtag is the new white supremacist symbol they, so they're trying to make it uh, a deconstructed swastika the hashtag yeah. is like a version of a swastika yeah and the media i already saw cnn already did a report on it i don't think that was real oh okay i thought it, i, I saw thought... a screenshot of that i'm not sure it's real oh but... i got trolled <laughs> well, no, I actually, I think that's part of the, um, I think that's part of the elevation to legitimacy is faking that it's being covered because then someone will see it and start covering it and like it will eventually actually be covered. So I think that like, I think this is all intentional, but the, what's happened with the, the clown thing is they've taken, because the trolling has worked so well with the media, especially in, in Trump's election and post Trump, Trump, Trump's presidency, they see the media reacting to all this craziness, like like Carrie said, the okay sign, all the stupid stuff, right? This gets back to what you said earlier. They feel like they're living in a clown world. So they've now just put a clown, a rainbow clown wig on Pepe and a clown nose on Pepe. And the whole video we just watched for those listening was like about the clown Pepe running around town, you know, honking his honker at people and that making people angry, right? So he's like running around being a clown, having fun and everyone's pissed off at him and he's getting banned and <laughs> ostracized because he's like running around doing things a clown would do. Well, and, and it starts off with a bunch of NPCs right. like screaming at him, almost like in Invasion of the Body Snatchers where those who've been body snatched are like right. scream when they see someone who's not a 
uh, NPC, for example. Um, and so they're all screaming at him. And then he becomes, people become afraid of him in the video. But all um, he did to earn that hatred of those NPCs at the beginning was honk, like a clown. Yeah. He just sat there and like, honk, honk, honk. And they all, yeah, ah, they got angry, angry at him. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's actually, the thing about this stuff is it's funny and it looks very silly and it looks kind of dumb from the outside, but it is very poignant social commentary. They're, they're accurately explaining what's happening. This is, it's not dumb. Well, it's actually, it's, 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 it's smart. It's actually, it's, it's, uh, it's mimetic warfare, which there's yeah. a book about that I've been wanting to read. I'm, I'm blanking on the name, but I mean, this is what, like the, the, the Pentagon is trying to learn how to do, how to use memes, how to do right. mimetic warfare. You know, it's, it, it this is not a, something to just sniff at it. This changes, this kind of stuff changes the culture. Yeah. It changes, it, it can change a vote. Uh, and you may not think it does. Culture. If you're, if you're a, a boomer by the new definition, you might not think that this matters and changes the vote, but if you're a Zoomer, if you're younger, this, this does matter. And they will, even if they're not voting now, they will grow up to vote. And this is affecting their outlook on the world. And frankly, I think it's healthy and great because we are living in a clown world. This is, what we are living in is ridiculous. The media is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is a clown world. And so you might not get it if you're an old person and you might be like, no, no, CNN is very important. Fox News is better than CNN. <laughs> you know what? You're ridiculous. The Zoomers get how ridiculous this world is. Yes. <laughs> and they are mocking the hell out of you. And good for them. They're going to grow up and hopefully unseat you because you de this deserves to be destroyed. That's the thing. I'm not a nihilist. I don't want to destroy everything, but this, this culture, this, this legacy media culture, this clown culture does deserve to be destroyed. Yeah. And uh, let's hope the Zoomers can destroy it. Can we call this episode old people explain what young people are into? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, if it's okay, I would like to go out on a 25 second video. It's very short and it's okay, by, okay. it's by a popular zoomer YouTuber, I would say named Zymo Nitrum. And I just sent it to you on Twitter. It's called Hong Kong. Okay, Carrie, this is the one you want to end on. You're going to do the outro after this. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. This last video is actually really short. I'll play the music for it. We'll, we'll leave the music in, but it basically is just the Honkler character walking around and, you know, playing games, uh, dancing on his spinning ball, walking around, walking onto a tweet timeline or a, maybe not tweets, those are probably 4chan posts timeline, um, and just kind of playing around. There's, there's nothing really, it's just silly. And then, and then it sort of towards the end, it shows... NPCs and a lot of other people upset at Honkler's antics. And it ends with what looks kind of like an Antifa guy lighting some dynamite and blowing Honkler uh, out into space. for watching and for those of you listening today thanks for your patience you probably tuned out since it was so many visuals um but uh hopefully you can go look some of the stuff up on youtube if you're still listening um if you haven't already please subscribe on youtube and if you haven't checked out our subscribe star uh we would appreciate it if you do you can support us at any level if you like the the podcast you can even um even a dollar a month is helpful. Very helpful. Yeah, you are. You will be unpersoned for as little as a dollar a month, and uh, it can cost you more if you want to be more than unpersoned. But if you just want to be generally any kind of unperson, 
uh, head over to Subscribestar. Thanks, everyone.